Welcome to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast, where we share our real-life diary entries from the perspective of two hot wives. If you're keen to peek into our slutty diaries, hot wife exploration, and our sexy global adventures, then listen in. Hosted by me, Ozzy Kate, and my girlfriend, Mrs. Milford, we are just two hot wives living our best lives. Now, get comfy, take off your pants, and slide into our diaries, because have we got a story for you. Welcome to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast. I am your co-host, Mrs. Milford, and I'm here with the lovely, gorgeous, beautiful and sexy Aussie Kate. How are you doing, girl? I'm currently in a onesie because it is cold here in the Netherlands. So I, I'm actually rocking a, a onesie and a pair of slippers right now. I, I, I'm going for comfort today. It's Monday. It's cold. It's raining in the Netherlands. That's what I'm doing. I'm wearing a onesie and I'm not ashamed of it. I love it. I'll tell you what, the onesies are super hot right now, right? Like the guys are kind of like digging like this onesie look yeah like especially if like the the high cut booty ones yeah that's what it is which will not help you in the cold no it doesn't i had to just wear two jackets out when i walked my dog but you know you wear it with a pair of nice boots and you can go out and it looks really nice but yeah i mean it's it's still a onesie like i don't care how you slice and dice it like this shit's still a onesie (laughs) i love it i am conversely the opposite of you it's still 88 degrees here today I'm about to get naked just to survive the afternoon. Wow. I mean, that's not a bad thing, right? Are you going to jump in the pool or is it is it still, is it too cold for pool or is it still good for pool? Well, it's still pool I weather. I understand what 80 degrees means in Fahrenheit. I'm like, cool. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> in Florida, there's really only two months that it's air quotes too cold to get in the pool because our pool's heated. It's really January, February, just because the air temperature is too cool. Oh, cool. At least for me, because I'm a big, I'm a big chicken. Nice. That's so cool though. Hey, before we get into my diary story today, which I'm really keen to tell you because the last time you told me about your biggest cock and I have pulled one from the archives to tell you about my biggest cock, I've got some kind of cool news for you. Oh, I can't wait. So we have our first podcast review. We have a, an actual live human being left us a podcast review. This is actually from uh, Maria is the lady that it's from. Ooh. And she's in the United States. And listen to this, babe. She says... Naughty, fun, and so entertaining. Love listening to you sexy ladies. I couldn't turn it off, and I think I sent it to 10 of my friends, which is great because that just means that we're creating slutty, horrorly explorers all over the world. Thank you for sharing <laughs> your wild escapades. Can't wait for more episodes. Thank you, Maria. She's our first. She, we, she broke our review cherry. She did. Oh, my God. I have goosebumps. That hit me so hard in the feels because this is a lot of fun. And, you know, obviously, you and I are very sex-positive people, and, like, the term slut or being a whore for me – it's a very positive thing. And I love being able to share these stories, fun, tongue in cheek, and have someone enjoy them as well. And maybe feel a little confident to get out there and, and be a little slutty too. Yeah, I'm curious about Maria now. I'm really curious whether or not she's out just living her best slutty, hot wifey, authentic life there in the US. I don't know. Maybe she is. Maybe we can hear from her. That would be great. That would be cool. So like I said, I dug into the archives for this one. You told your biggest cock story and I felt compelled to come and share my biggest cock story. And this one is still today my biggest cock story. This one is, you know, circa, I feel like 2018, 2019, back in Manila in the Philippines. And this remains today at the end of 2022, my biggest cock (laughs) that I have played with. I mean, I recently saw a cock in the nude pool in Jamaica that I was just like, how are you standing up? Like surely the center of gravity 
Oh, 100% or how do they not pass out when they get hard? Because there's no way there's enough blood left in your body that you are getting oxygen to your lungs when you're erect. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was actually just yeah. in, in awe of this guy just kind of swanning around the nude pool. And I just thought, how, dude? But this is the biggest cock I've ever played with. So are you ready for my diary story? Yes, I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I was traveling for work. Uh, and, you know, when I was traveling, I always tried to kind of mix in some business and pleasure because, you know... Why not, right? So if the company's paying for the hotel, why not use it for your slutty adventures? That's kind of where my head's at. Don't tell my old company that that's what I used to do, but that's what totally what I used to do. Actually, I don't work there anymore. <laughs> shit. What are they going to do? I pulled the archive. This is the biggest cock I've ever seen. It's the kind of cock, and I know that you, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. You write it and you wake up the next day immediately regretting your life's decisions. Like that is how how this cock kind of came into my life. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's this thing that happens. You're like, I had no idea my underbelly button area could be sore and swollen. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, it's not like just your labia is like sore and swollen. I mean, your labia is looking up at you like, girl, why? But like the whole other, <laughs> uh, your internals is just like, oh, okay, cool. So that's what we do oh, now, yeah. just jamming massive cocks. That's great. Yeah, yeah, you're sitting funny. <laughs> so I met this guy, I went onto a dating site and I can't remember if I found him or if my husband found him because sometimes like what you guys do, sometimes I find the people that we have fun with and sometimes my husband does. So it's, I, I don't know who mm -hmm. found this particular guy, but he was actually an expat. So he was an American, really tall, really well-dressed, and we decided to meet at a local bar. Now, being a good, you know, horror the explorer that we are, I picked a bar that was pretty close walking distance to the hotel that I was staying at, right? Because, you know, prepare for the good. We have great conversation over drinks and the conversation is flowing. And this guy has been a bull for couples in swinging lifestyle and had a lot of threesomes like all over the world. So he was pretty well versed. Do you know what I mean? Like he just had that. Yeah, I didn't have to train him on anything. Explain it. Exactly. There's oh, there's an inherent layer of comfort. And like for me in that checklist or the brownie points, like that gets an, an extra yeah. for me. Now, I, I need to ask you a quick question. So sometimes you kind of have an idea of what you're working with, especially <laughs> if they post pictures of their member on the dating site. And sometimes they don't. And when they don't, I don't mind that. I'll still go out with them as a question mark because I've seen two different philosophies happen. Either they don't lead with it because they know what they have and it's sometimes a nice surprise, or maybe they're not sure where it lands and they, they want to bestow their value on you before you get to that part. So did you have any idea what he was packing when you met with him? No idea. Girl, I didn't even have an idea. Like his hard cock was pressed up against my leg later in the evening in, in trousers. And at that point, I still had no idea. Like it wasn't until I actually pulled his trousers off where I was like, oh, okay, well, this is the point of no return. <laughs> giddy up you know <laughs> it's at that point where you're like well in for a penny in for a pound like what are you going to do at that point you know yeah, yeah. stretch yeah exactly he didn't put any photos or anything up and he we hadn't shared photos of his cock actually so yeah I had absolutely zero idea when we we're sitting at this bar you know flirting with each other I had no idea about the the size you know which looking back now that I've gained a few years in 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 my uh, hot wife pursuits I probably would have a better idea just being able to visualize it under the pants. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think the more you see, you're like, oh, okay, now I understand what's going on here. And you can kind of tell how they're going to turn mm -hmm. out a little bit by the sh the way that it sits in people's pants. I think we've both agreed that we have, we like looking around and kind of trying to figure that shit out. So yeah, I think I'm getting better at it. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm, I actually have 
a habit of looking people in the crotch sometimes when I probably shouldn't, just because I'm always curious about that kind of stuff. But I digress. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so the date's going really good. And as I said, I, I kind of, I, I put it near the hotel because I thought, all going well, we're going to go back to the hotel. And I had a suite, so like a separate lounge room, really nice bedroom, like kitchen, like a massive, massive suite. Fancy. Well, I mean, in Asia, a lot of the hotels down there, like if you get a four-star place, it's going to be huge and really nice, um, you know, in comparison to what we see in like Australia or Europe and America. They're really big, really big suites. And so we had this huge lounge room and the guys come in. Now, I had, and I, I, I love bringing this up with you because you recently told a story where you had a cheese platter situation and <laughs> I had in anticipation, pre-ordered a cheese platter to the room whilst we were out. So it came in under room service whilst we were actually at the bar and I ordered a cheese platter and a bottle of red wine and those got delivered. So when we came back to the room, the cheese platter was there, the wine was there and the two guys were immediately like, oh, cool, and like bought a drink and stuff like that. You know, preparation, right? Yeah, man. (laughs) The guys are sitting there and I didn't want to waste too much time. So I decided I was going to go get my laundry. We'd already been at the bar. We'd been flirting. We all know what they were there for. There's no point kind of carrying on and having, you know, too many more drinks or more conversation. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to get into my laundry. So I go into the room next door. I put on my laundry, which, by the way, was a super tiny, tiny strappy number. And when I say lingerie, like it's basically shoestring maneuvered around your body and that's it. Like, you know, the kind of lingerie where it's like there is zero point actually wearing this. It's just lines of string on your body. (laughs) Yeah, but I get it. It's still sexy. It still says... I'm trying to seduce you or be a, you know, a, a sexy participant in this. Now, did, did you pick the lingerie so that you, it was to be taken off or could be kept on? Cause I, I do one or the other sometimes. It can be kept on. Um, that one, I, I, I like to take it off actually, because I, in my head, I'm like, this could tear really, really easily. And there's some lingerie where you, you don't mind, like it's 10 or 20 bucks. You're like, rip it off me and fuck me hard. This one was not one of those ones. So I wouldn't, Mm-hmm. mind to keep it on but if it's going to come off like i'm going to take it off like nobody's ripping it ripping it off and kind of getting in amongst it which i don't know is a kind of a funny thing like how do you explain that to the person that you're fu- you're about to fuck like hey really want to fuck you hard right now but this lingerie is actually 120 dollars, and maybe can we just spend some time delicately uh removing it <laughs> fair point so i come out of the the room and i'm in this strappy lingerie as i said both men immediately stand up so they're sitting on the couch, they see me in the lingerie, they stand up, they come over, and uh, I'm going to call him Mr. Big Cock, Mr. BC. Uh, so he comes and he stands in front of me and he starts kissing me, right? And my husband comes all up and he's behind me and moving his hands up my thighs mm-hmm. and kissing on my neck. So I have two guys, I'm sandwiched basically between these two very tall uh, gentlemen. And I mean, I'm, I, I go all right for height-wise, but they were both you know, another head above me at, at least. So I had sandwiched between these two guys who were just kissing me and just really enjoying, I guess, the sight in front mm-hmm. of them and the lingerie and the strappiness and everything else. Now, interestingly, your question before about the hard dicks. So at this point, I have Mr. Big Cock's hard dick pressed up against my leg. My husband's hard dick behind me pushed up against my ass. And I knew it was going to be an awesome mfm threesome mm-hmm. night but again at that point with even the two dicks the two hard cocks pushed up against me i had absolutely zero idea what he was packing <laughs> now that's not a bad position to be in like talking about two hot hard horny guys like ready to utterly consume you like that is such good masturbatory fodder and like 
preparatory, like pre-sex foreplay. Yeah, it is. And I think like sometimes, you know, sometimes when you play, you can progress to like oral and stuff like that. Maybe they're giving you oral and you really don't have that appreciation for the hard cock at that point. You know what's going to come, but maybe it's not there yet. Whereas this was an immediate like stand to attention, two hard cocks in the room, like there is no time to waste. Let's get down to business. Do you know, I think there's this, like mm-hmm. there's two different play sessions where there's like the slow build up and then there's other ones where it's like, I'm here and woof, and let's do it, you know? Mm-hmm. We get in the room. I start undressing him. He, as I said before, is very well dressed. He's actually in a suit. I start, I take off his tr- jacket. I start undoing his buttons of his shirt. He's in a full suit. I get on my knees and I undo his belt, take that off, undo his trousers, take that off. And at this point, and it hit you in head. this is the yeah. point where I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what am I going to do now? My husband, mind you, is over on the other side of the room, like taking care of himself, taking his own clothes off. Like he, he's got him. And this is kind of unfortunate. Yeah, that's his job. That's his job. <laughs> that's his job in this situation. Yeah. And I really would be curious. I wish I had a camera fly on the wall because and to see my husband's face when I took the trousers off and this fucking giant cock was un- unveiled, you know, like that would be gold for me to see my husband's face be like, oh, what is Kate going to do with this? Like, that's going to be interesting. And yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been a mixture too of like sexy, I can't wait to see Kate ride that cock. And then also, ha, 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 let's see Kate try to tackle this cock, like in that funny kind of like, you know, sarcastic way that your partner is with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where they can identify your challenges. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So really fucking hard. I didn't realize the impact also that this cock would have later on. At this point, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a big cock, but I'm not really thinking about the ramifications of the hard cock. Like I'm seeing it and I'm appreciating it and it's like, great, but I don't realize at this point that comes much later. The realization of like, I've done fucked up. (laughs) So I'm on my knees. I take his trousers (laughs) off. I put his hard cock in my mouth and I start sucking his cock, cupping his balls. And this is where I have a question for you. I was remembering about this moment and you know sometimes when you're sucking cock and you can feel the blood and everything pulsating and rushing through the shaft of the cock going kind of like backwards Mm -hmm. and forwards I don't know is there an actual name for that like do you know what I mean oh gosh I'm not sure but now I'm curious because there's got to be because especially when they're like fully engorged. I mean, think about all the vessels and everything that's in there. My inner nurse is coming out now. It's actually very an erotic feeling like because your tongue has a lot of nerves. So when when I take stock in that same sensation, it's usually from my tongue and I can feel like their heartbeat and like you said, the flow. Yeah. And sometimes they inadvertently like flex it because that that additional blood flow feels good so it's like hitting the roof of your mouth a little bit i'll have to look that up me too i'm so curious and it wasn't like it happens and i i know it happens and i think about it but i've never actually properly thought of it until i was thinking about sharing this diary with you and i was like i remember like the just having his cock in my mouth and like you said just it's almost like it it feels like there's I don't know, like, yeah, like water internally rushing backwards and forwards. You can feel the pulsating, like you said, like a heartbeat almost. It's a really funny sensation. And I am so interested yeah. if there's a name for it. I wonder if there's any ladies listening that are going to go home and suck cock and go, I wonder if I can feel this too. <laughs> that would be really cool. You can feel it on your tongue and in your mouth. And you are so right too. Like sometimes if you're yeah. like going all the way back and you're touching the end of their cock and yeah, like their penis, like their cock will just like flip up a little bit, like in appreciation. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, Thank you. That felt good. Yeah. Like a little tickle, like a whoop. <laughs> yeah. It's a little mouth high five. They're like, good job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Look at you go. So I'm sucking his cock and this is happening and um, I can't take his whole cock in my mouth either. Like this is 
something that kind of bothers me in a way where I'm like, okay, I'm rallying, like I can do this. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really trying. And I just could like, I, there was no physical way that I could take his entire cock in my mouth. Like it just wasn't happening. And I still to this day feel like a bit of a failure. I'm like, come on, man, like give me another go. I'm sure after some practice, like I can do this. <laughs> no, there's reasons for the physical limitations because that could be deadly. Like you don't want to overstretch your esophagus, obviously, because <laughs> that could be bad news. But there's there's a reason for that. And I don't think he felt like he was missing anything. You know, having those kinds of experiences when you do have a really large crock like that, you just can't, there's you're, no chance you're going to be able to deep throat it. Like that's just it's just not going to happen. You know, I may have little hands, but I do have two of them and you just work with what you got. Right. And I've thus far, I've not had any complaints over that methodology. There was a really funny movie I watched a couple of years ago and a group of girls, I think went to New Orleans. I don't know if you've seen it, but she was explaining like the rock melon or something method where she like cut a hole with a guy with a really big deal, like cut a hole in it. And then you slide that down the shaft and then you kind of like work the thing. Have you seen that movie? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, but I need to now. Yeah, I'll try to find it because it is so fucking funny and like juice is going everywhere and any, I'll try to find it. But yeah, I get you with the hands. Like you gotta, this is where you have to bring in the, the wing people and the wing people are your appendages yeah. at this point. Like that's yeah. what you're doing. But anyway, so yeah. I'm sucking his cock. I then go to my husband. I lay my husband, sorry, I lay on the back, on, on my back on the bed. So my husband's over there. He's got a hard cock as well. I lay on my back. My husband is on his knees and comes over the top of my face with his cock. So I'm on my back and he is, he his cock now, I'm sucking his cock in my mouth. And Mr. Big Cock starts going down on me. This is where his skill set really comes into practice as well. And I don't know whether this is, Kind of like you said before, that maybe some guys with big cocks, maybe they just, they know what they're packing or they just, it's not a really big thing. And they put effort into other places as well. So he was great. He goes down on me. He's sucking my clit, licking my labia, slowly insert some fingers into my pussy whilst he was licking my clit. So he is completely warming up the oven to like expert pro level. Like he was ready to bake that turkey like that. He had multiple ovens going. (laughs) He was baking turkey. He was making bread. He was doing all the things. He was an absolute pro, I think, because of the fact that he's like, okay, you can't just kind of jump into this. There needs to be a decent amount of foreplay. Like what do you, do you think that guys with bigger cocks appreciate that a little bit better more? Yes, a hundred percent. And actually there's almost like guys talk about the crazy hot matrix like there's a quadrant like of how crazy a girl is and how good she is in bed and like there's a certain safety zone they try to stay in i think we could make our own with the relevancy of of maybe even cock size there because i think some of these guys that have larger members you know some girls may struggle either to take it with the warm-up or without so in order to please a woman they still have to hone those skills Mm. so i i think I think you're spot on and they have to be able to prime the pump because it's not just, I mean, you're not just going to spit on it and it's going to go in. It's just not going to work that way. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you're probably right. Like it's a combination of, yeah, like making sure that the foreplay is on point so you can actually try to even, you know, get over that hump. Or like you said, sometimes people can't take it, like oral skills, you know, masturbation and all of that is going to need to come into play. Right. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. He was fantastic. I came all over his fingers and uh, the warm-up was complete. Check. Oven is currently up to temperature. It's pretty heated. <laughs> the little things popped out of the turkey that I've done. Yeah, exactly. Time to eat. <laughs> Mind you, and I don't know whether you feel the same way, but sometimes when I come and I've got a cock in my mouth or I'm doing something else, you know, I struggle and it's like I go into this almost like I'm trying to still suck my husband's cock whilst this guy is making me orgasm 
with his fingers and his mouth. And there's a moment where I feel kind of bad because it's like I have to pause and just have and appreciate the orgasm. And then like I'm doing, I'm just like letting my husband's cock kind of just be there and rest there for like a couple of seconds. I just that. Is that happening to you as well? Or is that just me? Like I'm dropping the bowl. Okay. So we're, this is where we're going to show our true colors. I don't give a fuck in that moment. <laughs> I am in the orgasm. Like I have zero guilt about what's happening as I'm having an orgasm, but mostly because I can't control it. The My favorite thing about getting off and having a really good, oh, is the, be, the ability to completely immerse myself in it and let the world fall around me and just be ever present. Mm-hmm. And I would never want to feel like I have this, this little distraction that kind of takes away or softens the edges of it. And to be fair, in my relationship and with my partners, I can't think of anyone that would disagree that what I'm doing, you know, is, you know, wrong in any way like I, I don't think they would say yeah you should pay more attention while you're getting off it i and knowing your husband he probably didn't give a shitty or he probably thought it was badass that you were getting off oh yeah he doesn't care but i always laugh when i come out of that post-orgasm fog and i've just got his cock mm-hmm. in my hand and i'm just kind of holding it there like that is that is the level of effort that you can <laughs> expect right now i have your cock it's in my hand but i'm just going to be orgasming and it is it's a funny thing. It's like that whole, like, uh, what is it? Rub your belly and tap your head or whatever it is. You've got to like do simultaneously at the same time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? There's too many things going on right now. And I need to stop doing one of them. Stop multitasking. And instead I'm going to like think about the task at hand, which is I'm coming. It's great. I'm going to enjoy this moment. And, uh, you know, like what you said, I guess stuff, whatever's happening around you. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have no, no guilt. <laughs> So I, I come, my husband's cock, then he flips me over and starts fucking me doggy style. And then I go back to nice. sucking um, Mr. Big Cock's cock. And this was when I was like, okay, it's time to, like, it's time to have a bit of fun with this guy. So I now lay Mr. Big Cock on the bed and I start riding him. Now my husband Ooh. is an absolute trooper. He comes in with the assist. And I mean, like, he comes like left field. He's up in there with the lube. He is ready to go. He is just being a super like, yep, whatever you need to make this happen, I'm, I'm here for you. And even though I was wet from him licking my pussy and coming, I knew additional assistance was required. Like at this point, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I am calling all of the guys out of the, I don't I'm no sports references, sports, yay. I'm calling all the guys <laughs> out of like the pit, the pit or whatever, and I'm bringing in extra hands. Like, I don't know what that is, but I'm like, yeah. Well, it's. It's safety first. Like yeah. that's literally the precaution. It's like, we're going to keep everyone safe here, reduce, you know, friction, pulling, pushing. Exactly. So I knew that I needed some more assistance with the lube if I was going to tackle this cock. So I slowly lever down onto his cock. And again, like at this point, that's hot. I'm being pretty cautious. Like I'm like, eh, the girl upstairs is still operating. The brain is functioning, still operating, thinking with my brain, like I'm going to, I'm slowly just going to lower myself down. And as you said, like you can feel the pushing of your labia, of course, like the absolute stretching. And then you can just feel it slowly moving inside of you. So I do that, Mm -hmm. which is all great, right? Again, kind of thinking in my head. It's really, it's really working out for me. I then am riding him for a little bit. I get up on my heels. You know, when you levitate above, like even when you're just in in that cowgirl moment, but then you get up on your actual feet and you levitate. Mm -hmm. So it's like the frog move or whatever you call it. Yep. So I get up and I start doing that, going a little bit more. Okay. So I'm going to pause you. So you went from beginner to pro and like pretty quick, (laughs) like one fell swoop because, all right, I have two questions. I'm sorry to interrupt your story, but I have to ask. 
So when you so so hot, like you're lowering yourself down really slowly, and and you know when you get to the end of it, and there's this like it almost folds. You can feel his cock because it's reached the end. You only go so far, but it kind of like pushes back Mm -hmm. and like folds forward. And it feels, I'm not going to lie. I think that feels good, but it's also like a hand raiser saying, you know, we're tapping out. You are full. Yeah. Yeah. End of the line. Yeah. So obviously it was feeling good for you. If you felt emboldened and brave enough to take the traditional cowgirl and go to that frog pose because there's so much more leverage in that. Well, I think in my head at the time too, I was thinking like, okay, if you are sitting on somebody, all the weight and all the pressure is down on that cock. And in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if I'm slightly levitated, then I control. I'm still, I, I, you know, <laughs> I'm still in control here. Like I am controlling the movements. That was not the case. And this is kind of where we're going to wrap up towards the end of my story here. But so I'm riding him, having a great time, and this is where the logistics, the brain, everything completely fucks off. I don't know where it goes. It fucks off out of the room. It's in the lounge room enjoying the cheese platter. Who knows? I scream out loud, <laughs> yes, fuck me harder. Oh, my God. Takes this as he should, which is a complete consent of like, absolutely, this is exactly what I want to do. I'm on the cock. I'm riding it like it's going well. Everything's going great. So he proceeds to then grab my hips which is a really sexy move. Like when you're doing that move and then somebody's yeah, grabbing yeah, yeah. your hips and pulling you down onto their cock and then like lifting you up and they're helping you. Like that is so fucking sexy when a guy can do that. Oh, it's hot as fuck. Yeah. Hot as fuck in the moment. Uh, yeah. That was at that point when I knew that I'd done fucked up. So we continued fucking. <laughs> I came really hard on his cock, but I tell you the next day it was like ice pack on the pussy level. Like I'm, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I don't think I could have sex with my husband for like three or four days later. I just needed full recovery. And I hadn't, it's not like I'd torn anything. It's just that it was so stretched. And as you said before, like so big that it's like my whole section down there was like, no, bitch, we're going to need three or four days of recovery. (laughs) Like you said, you went from like beginner to pro level way too quickly. What were you thinking? You know, we had a lot of fun, but your time's done. I I can relate to you because in that moment and it it probably felt fucking amazing it was probably hot as foot and there's something in the psychology of it and i'm not gonna lie and maybe this will upset some people i'm not sure but like going oh my god there's such a big cock inside of me like just saying those words turn me on and i i don't know what the again psychology is behind that maybe it's the thought of the stretch and the engagement and all of those things maybe it's a you know taboo dirty to some degree but like being in that moment and having, and my, you know, my big cock was pretty, pretty fucking recent, just having that experience. And, oh man, now I'm like literally sweating, thinking about it and losing my train of thought. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Like you get lost in that moment and you're just like, yeah, fuck me harder. And I don't know that you really feel like you fucked up, but you acknowledge the impact it had afterward. Well, and I think I was also feeding off the energy of my husband in the room because my husband mm-hmm. loves, he loves watching when a hard cock slides into my pussy. It doesn't matter the size. He, he, if it's a hard cock and it's sliding into my pussy and he can see it stretching me a little bit, he loves that visual. And so I was mm-hmm. feeding off of his energy because he was watching this and just fucking enjoying it. And I could see him masturbating, having a great time. And I think I was also feeding off of his energy as well. So when I was in this moment, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck me harder. It was not just for me. It was not just for Mr. Big Cock that I was fucking. Like, it was for my husband as well. It was like this energy in the room. And, yeah. That's awesome. I do have to tell you something. The cheese platter did not get eaten. <laughs> it 
it's a waste of money. It's there just for looks. It's become decoration now. Yeah, I think I've done it one other time. Oh my god! Yeah, I've been waiting to tell you that end bit because I know that you wasted that other cheese platter, and I'm like, we really, <laughs> we really need to stop and consider uh, what we're doing with these cheese platters. But I think I ate it later that night because my husband and I kind of sat up afterwards and had some wine and and just kind of you know we're chatting and kind of reliving the experience. And at that point, I was like, oh fuck, I'm hungry. It's like two in the morning, so I'm gonna eat that cheese platter. <laughs> I love it. You know, part of the um, the draw and the excitement behind you know our after experiences like that is that postcoital like reminiscence of nostalgia. Like having these conversations for me like hits a a vein. Like I I love that. I love revisiting and reminiscing on good experiences like that, and especially like right after because you want to notate all of the highlights and ingrain them to memory forevermore especially when it's that great. Yeah. And I guess with my partner there too, like his perspective was totally different. So when, you know, if I'm playing on my own, it's a very different um, storytelling moment than if we've played in a threesome together, because that afterwards, the storyline afterwards is, you know, if it's in a threesome, it's like, okay. And then, you know, he will kind of give me then inserting information back to me. And I remember us talking and he was like, I couldn't believe it when you said ride my cock, like fuck me harder. He was like, I almost fell off the fucking chair. And I'm like, yeah, could have come in with the assist with that one though like maybe just some visuals sign language across the room of like you know just <laughs> like it's like tap him on the shoulder like, maybe fuck her at a medium pace and yeah. see how that works first <laughs> she means fuck me harder but she means like you know just medium medium rare you know <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but it was it was it was great oh, that, that to this day has still that that gentleman uh the american gentleman in manila has still has still been the biggest cock i have i have ever I'm going to say tackled. Yeah. 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 Would you do it again? I would, but I would do things slightly differently, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd order a lot more frozen peas to keep at home for afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but that's my cool. that's my diary story. I love it. That's hot as fuck. Cheers to whores. And cheers to whores. <laughs> that was episode six, and I think you've got a diary story for us, if I'm not wrong, coming up. And I don't know, is this your policeman bdsm handy dropper like what what story have you got coming? yeah okay okay all right yeah i was a very dirty naughty girl well i will leave it that little taste and tidbit i guess for the next episode but thank you for listening to my diary and thank you everybody else out there listening to our diaries and again thank you maria for your review that was bloody awesome <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. It's the end of today's diary entry, but don't worry. We will be back very soon with even more Hot Wife diary entries and antics in two weeks. In the meantime, if you miss us, why not leave us a podcast review or check out our website for even more juicy fun from us. You can find me at aussiekate.com and my girlfriend at mrsmilford.com. If you're feeling especially frisky, check out the show notes. We've dropped them all in there for you. Until next entry, shh.